All right, welcome in to the Prize Picks NFL edition here. And it's myself, Emac, Mike's producing, three of us getting you ready for this Sunday on prizepicks.com. First thing you need to do if you haven't already, my goodness, get on prizepicks.com and use our promo code AWESOMO, A W E S E M O, and we're going to match your first deposit up to $100. And hopefully you've been following along with Emac each and every week because you've been able to turn that money into more money. That's what we love with money, Emac, is being able to take money and turn that into more money. There's no better return on money than taking it and adding more to it. It's like the old saying, what's better than money? More money! <laughs> My man, it's great to see you as always. How is the week treating you so far? It's, it's been a busy one. We're shorthanded at the day job. We're a, a team of seven. We're now down to three. That's awesome. Oh. Not so much. Oh my but, goodness. Uh, a little busy. One of our, one of our uh, alternate sites has poor leadership and it's kind of a toxic work environment. So three people resigned in the last six weeks. There. Wow. So. Does that mean like you become an entire department? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. You but... are the marketing department now. <laughs> yes. Basically. Basically. <laughs> now we, we'll get some new people and everybody needs you gotta have a change of scenery every now and then. Doesn't absolutely doesn't mean you know we'll get some fresh people in and and get them out from under that leadership and put them under our umbrella. There it'll be go. good. It'll Anything be good. under your umbrella is a good thing. I know that from experience. Absolutely. And tailing picks here on prize picks, my friends. So Let's jump into it again. It's very simple for those of you who are just stumbling upon this video. Prizepicks.com makes it so simple. Number, you go over, you go under, you build a ticket as we're about to do, and you win money. It's really that easy and that simple. Live in Maryland as well. So for all the people, all the Adam shares out there in the world who are in Maryland waiting for this to become live and legal, you're in luck now and you can roll with us here on the show. All right, my friend, let's jump in. And as we normally do, customarily do, start with passers, passing yards. What's jumping out at you when you look at everything from our own projections to what you have on prize picks? Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to do a mix of uh, single statistical categories, and then we'll hit some fantasy points and uh, stuff at the end. We'll talk about some touchdowns. But what, as Eton said, what we're trying to do is build a parlay card, two, three, four, or five. And then based upon how many you pick, you can choose to get all of them right for a higher payout, or you can choose the flex option. And each, it's different whether you pick three, four, or five. But it tells you all, all that when you're going to select your, uh, your parlay card. Um, this is legal in many states that do not have sports wagering they have turned it into a fantasy game right uh, there's a fantasy component here so it's it's a lot of fun i've been enjoying it quite a bit um the thing that you'll want to uh remember is these lines will move so if you see something that's really good or too good to be true on early in the week especially if you're listening to um uh, the Osmo Odds Show with uh, bet, betting you with Matt Kajewski and Ben Raza, and they're breaking this stuff down. The college stuff will move 20, 30 yards uh, on rushing props and receiving props. So you want to hit some of that stuff early. Today, most everything for the NFL uh, generally stays static. And they, if they uh, anticipate someone being out, they usually don't put a prop up for them. So it's, it's uh, pretty interesting here. But they have all of those... They're not even tertiary plays at this point. You're looking at, at some, some crazy stuff out there uh, just in football alone. So the passing yards is kind of interesting. So there's three people we're really looking at here that stand out above or below is what we're looking at, what the Osmo projections are. And then, of course, we factor in our own uh, 
we have the median projections, we kind of factor in our own probability if we think they're going to go over or under. Matthew Stafford is our first one. Familiar opponent? Potentially. Like He's never played against Detroit, but he did play for them for his entire career up until this season. He will be hosting uh, his former team in his new town. Price Picks has him with a 285 and a half passing, uh, projected passing yardage. Osmo has the second highest number I have seen all year at 334 and a third. Wow. Now, I think that wow. is high. Anytime you get over 305, 310, et cetera, it, it's hard to have that on a game-to-game -game basis. Like even like Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady are kind of leading the league right now with the you know, a 315 average or, or thereabouts. Patrick Mahomes has a career average of about 305 passing yards per game. That means there's quite a few he gets in the low 200s because remember, he has some of those crazy games too. So when you get a projected total that high, it makes me a little nervous. So to me, once you get past about 310, it's like, okay, there's going to be a lot. Sure. I like the fact that from that 310 number to where where Stafford's at right now at 285, there's significant cushion. That's almost a 10% uh, um, mark there. So that's that's where I'm sort of saying, okay, let's pick a realistic number. Now, our only fear is he's going against the Lions. The, the Rams are almost two touchdown or just over two touchdown favorites. What's going to happen? Do you think Sean McVay? wants to throw a couple extra touchdowns? Do you think Matt Stafford does? Do you think that Absolutely. Cooper Cup wants to say, hey, Goff, I made you look good, buddy. Yep. Yes. This yep. is one of those times where the narrative does fit the matchups, the strength versus weakness, and every, everything's aligning right now for us. So I like this one. Yeah, if this were, honestly, if this were any higher, I'll say five yards even higher. If we're in the 290s, then maybe just to the point about doing so much damage early on and seeing one of these Kirk Cousins type games where it's, you know, a buck 80, 200 yards, but you've still thrown for three touchdowns just to do the damage on there. But I love the fact that price picks is giving you such a low number, especially compared to the prediction that we have on Osmo. So awesome job by you finding that wide gap. All right, here's another one. Now, this one does come with little caveats as well. It's Kyler Murray, uh, Arizona taking on Houston. Houston, bit of a disaster. 265 passing yards uh, for the, the prize picks. We have Kyler Murray for 297. Now, again, that's a huge disparity. I would probably say Murray feels a, like he should go over that number, but I don't know that he gets to 300. They do have a couple running backs. If they are ahead, there's a decent chance that that they're going to turn to them or just kind of burn the clock, but they are going against a team that he could easily have three passing touchdowns against and have 250 yards in the first half. It's, it's one of those where what do we think the most likely outcome is uh, as long as it's not uh, the running backs breaking off 60 yarders in the first half we should see Kyler Murray get there. So I'm okay with the over on that one. I still prefer the Matt Stafford over, but I'm okay with, uh, with the Kyler Murray. My third one here is I have, I have, I'm going to take an, uh, an under here. Now this one, I'm going to choose Jalen Hurt. So we're looking at uh, 240 passing yards. Osmo has him for 256. For me, I don't feel strongly enough to take the under on that 240. He has two other props here that I'm, I'm more confident in that I'm going to look in. But this is one where if I was, uh, you know, wanting to say, you know, uh, 
not Oakland and uh, not Los Angeles and not Irwindale, but the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> there you go. are, are uh, middle of the road when it comes to passing defense. They're not bad, but they're not great either. They're kind of in that bend, don't break mold, and but but they're still a little bit better than average. So when I'm looking at this, I don't know what's going to happen. Now, we've seen uh, Hertz have the capability to go over 300 passing yards. I mean, he's done it in what, like two of his last yeah, but- um five games however in three of those five he's been under 200 uh Mm -hmm. memory serves i think he went one of them was against chicago i think one was against tampa bay and one was against the 49ers so those are relatively good defenses he does have four rushing touchdowns two of them happened each of the last two weeks so i'm going to look at his rushing yards or i'm going to look at his fantasy points I don't feel great about this being an over. He seems to get his over passing yards against weaker defenses. We still don't know where he is as a passer yet. And by the way, you know this, judging by your hat, this is his 11th start of his career tomorrow. Raiders are not great on the ground either on D. And as much as the Eagles just refuse to run anybody other than Jalen Hurts, this actually plays even more into your point, Emac, which is why, and you bring up fantasy points, and we're going to get to that before we get out of here, but that's the, that's the angle where, all right, even if the head coach doesn't want to run Miles Sanders or Kenneth Gainwell, Jalen Hurts is going to get a lot of opportunity on the ground to pick up yards and to make some big plays, and that's just going to take away, because that's possession, that's going to take away from whatever they can do in the air, and once they realize they can do it well and successfully, you'll see them go back to that. Hurts is their leading rusher. So there's definitely a pathway to the Eagles even winning a football game without Hertz being anywhere near 280 or something like that. And 240, I think, is manageable if you had to go under. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm just looking here. Jalen Hurts, the 25th most rushing yards per game in the league. In the league, right. I mean, they don't run anybody else on that team. I'm telling you. They don't. They refuse. And it's Jalen Hurts. They have no problem giving him the ball and saying, all right, if something breaks down, run. And that's going to factor in. So let's, speaking of which, let's move to that. Now we'll get to Hertz in a second because you have at least one running back on the list here for rushing yards. <laughs> well, it's like I said, you know, sometimes we got we to look at these weird ones uh, yeah. to, to find the edges. The, you know, the projections, the median projections are going to be relatively similar, similar across different things. So that's why we got to look at all the angles. So this one is Derrick Henry. Now we've, we've said, go take the over the last two weeks. This week, I, I don't, the over or the price picks line is 116 and a half. Osmo only, only has him for 113 and that's a half. It. Right. Makes me makes me a little bit nervous. Uh, we've but we've seen him smash and smash again. And I usually don't like using that term, but it's been entirely true uh, with him. He leads the league with 130 and a half rushing yards per game. There are only two other people that are are within 50 yards per game of him. Nick Chubb at 104 and the allegedly broken down and dusty Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott, who somehow has 87 rushing yards a game. Nobody else is within 50 yards, five, Amazing. zero yards Amazing. of him. Mixon is the next closest. He's at 50 and a half yards behind. Think about that. That's that's what Jalen Hurts, 25th in the league, is rushing 50 yards a game. That's the difference between Henry and everybody else. So he's going against the number one or the, the worst passing defense and the worst rushing defense. We know points are going to be on the board. He smoked 
uh, Buffalo, who was the number one DVOA and by every other metric, number one rushing and passing defense, 20 carries. He had, what did he have, like 150 or 160 yards, three touchdowns. Amazing. Yes, he had a 76-yarder, but come on, he he take that one out. He still had over 100 yards and two touchdowns on 19 carries. <laughs> so and slice it however you want. Run. He's amazing. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say him breaking a long run isn't out of the norm. It's not something that it, look, you can't count on it every single game, but I don't think you can look at it like uh, a variable that's so small or unlikely to happen. That's back to your point about not even needing to take away a, a lot of the yardage this. So what number is too high is a buck 16 and a half now too high to go over for you. Just if I'm trying so to make bad. a five, a five card, a five pick card, this is in the mix. Okay. I've, I've gotten to where I've got three or four that I like. This is an, anything that makes it on this sheet is one that is under consideration. Okay. Otherwise, what, what's the point of talking oh, sure. about it or Absolutely. breaking down? Uh, I don't feel that this is a trap. It just, it kind of feels appropriate, but uh, Henry, while he has just three carries this year of 20 yards or more, uh, they were for 22, the 76 yarder against Buffalo last week. And in week two, he put up a, a 60 yarder against the Seahawks in that overtime game. Yeah. So that's he, technically down for him. Yes. Yeah. Wow. All right. One sixteen and a half. I, I would push my pedal here and say, I would go over personally. Because it's the Chiefs. Yeah. The only thing that would stop him from going over is just this ridiculous contrarian element of this game in which everybody's like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen. And then, of course, that happens. But I don't right, even right. see that with how bad Kansas City is. So <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I love All that right. number, though. One so two, two more quarterback numbers. And you know we like these because we have hit on these. Yes, you this have. Is, this is where we look at this. So Lamar Jackson, 60 and a half rushing yards. We have him for 68. I like this one. He's going against Cincinnati. He, while he has not necessarily been getting the touchdowns this year, he's getting about 60 rushing yards a game. Uh, Latavius Murray is out. Um, that means that the, we'll have, oh, I forget the, the young kid, Tyson Williams. Smith, Williams, whatever. The guy who took the cir circuitous route to the NFL playing for three different colleges <laughs> before being an undrafted free agent. He's going to be active again. Uh, and then it sounds like Devonta Freeman is probably going to be the yes, starter be. with Le'Veon Bell uh, working in as the backup. Uh, each, of, each of those three uh, retread uh, running back scored a touchdown last week. But come on, we know that, that Lamar Jackson is going to – this is a win just waiting to be taken – Lamar will do what needs to be done. Hopefully he'll be able to do it on the ground. That 60, 60, I'd go as high as 68 and a half, which is where we haven't projected. I'd yeah. still take the over on that. 75, mm, probably not, but the 60, something in the high 60s feels pretty good. The other one is the Jalen Hurts. Uh, Price picks has him at 42 and a half. We have him at 53.6. Uh, His uh, career average in his 10 starts is right around that 56 to 60 yards. So I think that's a nice over. We also have his fantasy points. Um, on the board as an option. I think I would take the rushing though uh, for Hertz. But that I gets agree. Us down to 32 the and a half is way low. Way I low. could see that one ticking up to like 47 by tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. That, that's that's two runs right there. And then you're in then you're in business, right? Two runs probably puts you at like 35. And now all of a sudden you're just in business with minimal you know, need as far as carries are concerned. All right, two quarterbacks and a running back. Nice job, my friend found some great numbers that I think are workable. And even that Derrick Henry, as you mentioned, still in consideration. It's in it's in yep, absolutely. Make sure you hit that uh, uh, promo code that we have. Pardon me. Awesome. A-W-E-S-E-M-O at prizepicks.com. We're going to match 
your first deposit up to $100. As you see, we build tickets here each and every week, winning tickets from the flex play to the power play. All right, let's move to receiving yards here. You mentioned Cooper Cup involved in this big narrative play with the Rams and the Lions. So Cooper Cup, I think, is a phenomenal play all the way around. Receiving yards. Now, we know we usually don't see anybody projected for more than 100 in any given week. Uh, occasionally, we'll get one or two people there. It's, you know, receiving is a very volatile thing. All it takes is, you know, one extra 20-yarder or one less catch than normal, and you're, you're wildly variant in, in what you're doing here. But at uh, going over 91 and a half for Cooper Cup, it just seems like he is the focal point of the offense. I think there's an, this is enough of a, of a prove-it type game or a, a, a statement type game, I guess. Nothing really to be proved other than, you know, showing somebody up or, or showing out here. So I think uh, we, can, we can, I don't know that safely is the word, but I'm going to want Cooper Cup. And, and of his various props that we have, the catches and fantasy points, I like the yardage one the best. I think he does get enough volume there to get over 100 yards. We only need him to get just over 90. Osmo's projecting him for uh, 111. TJ Hawkinson is an under. We have two choices for his under here. Um, he has just been, he's been hurt all season. Uh, he has a tough matchup in this game. He's going to go against Aaron Donald and the rest of the Rams defense. So uh, price picks has him at 50 and a half. Osmo has him at 42.3. We also uh, price picks also has them at 12 fantasy points. This is full PPR. We're just not seeing the checkdowns. We're not seeing him being force fed like we thought he would. We thought we'd get a, a, a mini uh, Darren Waller. We're not seeing that this year. Um, could that be coming? Could it be there if he was uh, healthier? Yes. Would it shock me if he had eight catches for 70 yards this week? No, no, it wouldn't. But there's enough factors going against him that I feel comfortable with the under. For me, I think I'd rather go under the 50 yards. Um, I'm still debating that one. If we look at 12 fantasy points, if he gets a touchdown, he's going to get over that. So it's, it's more about how you feel about him getting a touchdown. But if he just, you know, gets two or three catches for 30 yards, you know, he's not going to get there. So you have to decide on that one. And that's not quite sure where I've, I've landed yet. Uh, and then moving on down, we have three guys from the same game. So I looked at the, the Tyreek Hill uh, passing yards number. It's high. I can't remember what it is on price picks. I think it's around that 316 marker or, or, or 310 or something. It's it's up there. Uh, so I was just said, okay, well, let's see what we get amongst the receivers. Miko Hardman, almost spot on with what Osmo has. 45 yards, we have him for 46. Stay away from that one. Uh, Tyreek Hill. They have him for 85 and a half. Osmo has him for 95 and a half. Uh, the other one is Travis Kelsey. Price picks, of course, looking at the median outcome, 83 and a half. Osmo has uh, Kelsey at 76. I uh, like that Tyreek Hill one. And this is going against the worst passing defense. Well, the Kansas City is the worst passing defense in the league. It's going against a bottom five DVOA in Tennessee. I just like Tyreek Hill uh, for his big play ability. And I'm hoping we get, you know, one or two of those big plays that get him to hundred yards. And for me, that would make me happy. If we're looking at Kelsey, you may want to look at his fantasy point range. Again, it's about neutral with where Arsenal has him, but could we see him, you know, seven targets your seven catches, seven, 70 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Which is about what he'd need to be. I think he's like 19 or, or 20 fantasy points. Uh, Hill was around the same way. So I felt better for the yardage uh, for both of them, but Hill is the one that I would like to go with. Yeah. The highest total on the board. I think it's been the highest total so far this year, each and every week for this game. So just looking at how books and people are projecting this 
right through us as far as you know total points in this game, it would make sense that there would be a lot of big plays. And while Kelsey can clearly get that, I'm surprised at two things. I'm surprised that we have Kelsey so low at 75.9, technically 76 there, which again is not a low number in itself, right. but a little bit low for a game that I, that I would expect to be up and down with big plays. And then I'm surprised on the flip side that prize picks has Tyreek Hill at only 85 and a half, because much like we talked about, if it's Lamar Jackson or Jalen hurts on the ground, three grabs for Tyreek Hill can put you over that number three, and they can be three in a row based on what he's doing and, and can get with the ball, especially the spacing there against the Titans defense. So I, I really like going over Tyreek Hill of all the ones that you've mentioned so far. That is my second favorite behind Matthew Stafford. All right. Receptions. Two of them this week. Don't always get in on, on these. Uh, they, they These tend to be pretty, pretty solid. Uh, the reason we like to look at, at the yardage or maybe even the fantasy points, there's more variance within that. Receptions, it's like, well, a good game, you could have six and it'd be a great game if you scored two touchdowns, right? But you still only had six catches. So generally the, the, the highest you'll ever see uh, receivers uh, or pass catchers projected is between five, five and a half and seven is where the leaders are going to be. And then there's just going to be a host of people right around five. That totally makes sense. That means they're probably going to see seven or eight targets, which is a solid workload. And by the time you run that across a full season, it's a big number and they're going to be top 25. We know that not everybody's top 25, so <laughs> there's variance. So how do we capture that? Well, we look at those things where there's going to be more in incremental data points. So that's why we don't often look at the receptions. However, Debo Samuels going against Indiana. This is the Sunday night football game. He's sitting at five and a half. We know very, uh, that all their skill position players have been dinged up at some point. We should see their rookie Mitchell back at running back. Uh, but Jimmy G has a good chance of coming back. I think if he comes back, he should get the start. Their, um, their rookie didn't quite... Uh, the rookie quarterback didn't quite distance himself. Man, he's yeah. he's their, their man of the future. Sure, no problem. Uh, would he be solid out there for a few more weeks? Yes, but you've got Jimmy G. Uh, this, this is a winnable game. Maybe we put the veteran out there and, and see what happens with everybody else hurt. I think it's a different story if you've still got um, you know, their tight ends and their, their full complement of running backs, et cetera. But at this point, I think, I think they go back to Jimmy G. Jimmy G, Mr. Checkdown. Uh, you know, he may may look handsome and dashing, but the ball yeah, check down. He's very conservative. So I would like uh, Debo Samuels in that one. And then Chris Godwin at six. Oh, uh, the Debo is five and a half. Uh, Osmo's projecting right. him for seven. Chris Godwin is at six on prize picks. We're projecting him for 5.88. Yeah. However, I know no Antonio Brown. Tom Terrific passes a lot, whether they need to or not. This is against Chicago. Does it feel like it's a 7-8 catch game for Chris Godwin today or on Sunday? It kind of does. Okay. That one's going to be close. That one probably goes into the fourth quarter, start of the fourth quarter. But I think we do get to six, uh, and that would be a push. We need seven. So you got to be careful on that one. That's the key thing to know because seven is a lot. Six is a tie. Now, if it's a tie, it does just comes out of your bet. It, it changes your bet from a – uh, whatever it was to one less you don't lose right. the, the bat right uh, which is why they usually don't have well, i'm su was surprised to see it be a tie no that's and that's a good 
maneuver right there. I will end on touchdowns and, and anything you have left on fantasy points, but that's, that's great to maneuver through the receptions and find a whole number and not rely on a half number. Even with Debo relying on that five and a half, six at the push is basically your floor right there. So I, I love that. All right. Why don't we end with TDs and any fantasy points play you have on the way out, Emax? All right, touchdowns. These are touchdowns of any kind, meaning they can be literally of any kind. So Kyler Murray is on here for two and a half. Again, he's going against Houston. Awesome has him for 2.2 passing touchdowns and a 30% chance of getting a rushing touchdown. That works out to just over uh, two and a half, but obviously touchdowns are in whole increments. Uh, the only concern would be if the running backs get there, yeah. uh, he has the opportunity to get three passing touchdowns. He could get two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. Uh, but if they're up big, he's not going to be the one running in the red zone, no matter what they don't need him hurt. But that feels like one that that's kind of in there with the, uh, with the Derrick Henry uh, rushing uh, number. It's, it's in play and it's how, how strongly do you feel about it? Where's our own personal risk? And then Daryl Williams for Kansas city. Uh, he is a half of a touchdown. Osmo has him for 0.62 or a 62% chance to score a rushing touchdown. We only have him for a 1% chance to score a receiving touchdown. We know that anybody that has Patrick Mahomes and is getting the workload he's going to be seeing. And we know that Clyde Edwards Alaire has two uh, receiving touchdowns. And he's generally not a receiving back uh, in his limited time. I'd say that's maybe closer to 10%, maybe 15%. Because you would say if he started the entire year, would he end up with three receiving touchdowns? Yeah, that feels about right. Break that out over the 17 games. And that's how you get your percentage of likelihood. So I like him for a touchdown as opposed to no touchdown, uh, the best. And then fantasy points, this is back to Matthew Stafford. Yes, so 21 is the number. I think that's solid, but that's why I wanted to go to the yards because we didn't mention uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. who will be running the ball uh, but uh, and could be getting the score. So it makes me a little nervous if Stafford's not getting the touchdowns but still has a 300-yard day. We're happy. He needs to get 21 fantasy points. We're looking at 23 and a half. Um, you want to, if you're doing this, you want to be careful which uh, fantasy projection sites you're looking at. While it's full PPR on Prize Picks, they don't offer any milestone bonuses. So if you happen to be looking at the DraftKings projections, you need to remember take out that 300 yard bonus. And we know we're projecting Matthew Stafford for 300 yards. We need to take that projected uh, bonus out uh, uh, from that one. So that one brings it, it just close enough that I don't see a lot of margin for error. Awesome, brother. Another full slate here, money-making slate here. We're going to be back next Saturday. Thanks, Mike, for producing. Thanks to you out there. Appreciate everybody. Hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed and take full advantage of what we're doing here with Prize Picks. My goodness, we're making you money. You might as well use our promo code, right? Awesome, A-W-E-S-E-M-O, and we're going to match your first deposit up to $100. Emac, thank you, sir. We're back next week. I can't wait to see what else we have coming up for the following week of the NFL. Have a great night, everybody.